Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Boy, if we ever lived in a time, in my lifetime, when there is such a need for us to speak out about the name of God, what God is doing to give testimony to God, it is now. And I believe even among the church, we need to be more bold in speaking out to the world around us what God is doing. When we see God moving in our life, speak up, give testimony to it. I want to talk about that today and talk about what is a testimony and how can we do it so that God gets the glory. Now, I want to start with a principle that I truly believe, and it's this, that every situation is about a testimony and about a testimony for God. As Christians, we need to look at every situation in our life as it really is an opportunity for us to bring God glory, an opportunity to show forth through our life who God is so that others may see God through us. And so in that situation, what is coming forth is a testimony. You know, the truth is that that's exactly what God says that we're here for, Isaiah 43, 7, that we're to make God's name known. We're to make Him known, and we're to bring Him glory. We all know what glory is, is to show forth who God is and all His attributes and who He is. This is how, in the physical, He makes Himself known here on earth is through us. So we should look forward to those situations and look forward to giving a testimony where there's just a small thing that maybe God's done in our life and our family around us or maybe something huge. Everything. We should look forward to that privilege to speak about God. In fact, I believe the first century church, this is really something they made a part of their life in Acts 2.42 when it said they gave to the teaching, the preaching of the Word, and in fellowship. What I believe they did was that they heard the teaching, they heard the preaching of the Word, and that in that first century church, they embraced those truths from the Word of God to apply those truths to their life, and then speaking forth, coming together in fellowship with other believers, and being willing to speak out how that truth was applied to their life, and how God changed them. And I believe through those testimony, that fellowshipping among the believers is what helped to encourage and to stabilize people's faith, to make their faith even greater as they would share in that fellowship and share in the testimony, oh, of the goodness of God. And you know what? I think about that as I sit here, that you hear the preaching of the Word, and it may be your flesh doesn't like it, but yet you're committed to follow Christ to the point you're going to go and you're going to obey that Word. You apply that Word to your life, and then you see how God blesses you from that. And you want to come together 
and give testimony. You want to come together in fellowship to share what God is doing. So I want to just talk about this today very succinctly. Really, my whole motive for doing this podcast with you today is that we'll do it more. We'll give more testimony. We'll not back down. We'll be more bold, more bold and courageous of sharing what God has done, but also more alert to see what God is doing and how He is working through our lives. And by that, back to the principle that I presented to you, that every situation is really an opportunity for us to do this. And so I had to stop and think, why don't we? Why don't we do more of this? Hey, listen, I'm encouraging myself to do this. I think sometimes we don't give witness, we don't give testimony of what God's done. It's because we just forget. You know, we pray to God, God meets a need, we see how God has moved in our life, and then we move on. And we just forget. And that's where we just ask God, God, forgive us. Forgive us for being presumptuous about that. But another reason is because we, we're kind of shy about it. Depend upon who we befriend, we commingle with, we may just be shy about speaking up about God and mentioning who God is and the great things that He does. And listen, it could be Christians and non-Christians. You think, what will they think about me if I speak about this? They may not want to hear it, so I just won't share it. Is the Holy Spirit prompting you to share it? That's really the answer. Does God want you to speak up about it? So just being shy about it, you ask God to give you boldness. Be bold because I would be more concerned about what God is thinking and what God is wanting from me at the moment. And that's something that we can overcome by prayer and asking God to to give us that grace to do that. Another reason we don't share is because we think people just don't want to hear it. Because, well, we'd be misunderstood. They would think that I was focusing on myself and my goodness and how good I am. And so we just wouldn't share it. I think another reason that we don't share testimonies of God's goodness, what God's doing, is because maybe we just don't know how. We don't know how to incorporate all of that so it ties what happened to God and that People understand that this was really God doing it. And sometimes we water down what God really does. And we try to give man credit. We try to give other things in the world out here, other physical things, encounters credit for it. And it's God. And we just don't know how to do that. And then another reason is that maybe we're not aware of the blessedness of sharing what God has done. Because I will tell you, the whole benefit is the blessedness that you receive and bring in God glory and telling others what God has done. So here's my points. Number one, God wants you to be a testimony. He says in Isaiah 43, 10, 11, and 12, and I'll just kind of paraphrase this the way I like to think about it. In my mind, God says, you are my witnesses. He said, you're my witnesses for what? I want you to be my witnesses that 
of who I am. And he says, I am the Lord. And then in verse 12, this is so profound to me. He said, would somebody be a witness that I am God? That word witness there means testimony. It's the same thing. Witness to be a testimony. And so God is beseeching us, one, to know that he wants us to be a witness and to be a witness of what? Of him, of who he is, of all that God is. And so he's asking, would somebody just be a witness that I am God? So number two, back to my principle, see every situation not from what is happening but from what it is producing, what it's bringing out in the end. How is it so often that we look at our situations in life and we hunker down on getting through that situation or enjoying that situation or benefiting from that situation rather than focused on that situation that we are walking through? What is it producing? What is this all about? What is the experience of this? And what does God want from this? See, it's a matter of turning it from focusing on self or what's right around me and turning the whole focus on God. And isn't that what we do when we pray? We invite God into those situations. That's what prayer is. And we pray the Word. We put the Word on it. And that helps us to see how God wants us to walk through it and see how maybe we'll get through a situation. But the end thing is to see what it's going to produce from God's perspective. So point number three, what is a testimony? Well, you know, I pulled out my 1828 dictionary because I wanted to read the definition that of a testimony that was in the dictionary. And it says, it's a solemn declaration or affirmation made for the purpose of establishing or proving some fact. Now just process that. That's exactly what God is asking. We can't see God. Maybe people didn't see what God did in the physical. But when we speak up and give a solemn declaration or affirmation for the purpose of establishing the fact that God did move, what God did do, that God was in the midst of that situation, that is a testimony. That's what God wants. That is what He is after. There in Isaiah 43, the, the word witness, as I said, is the same as testimony. And that word really means sharing, proclaiming the personal experience of God. So, point number four. How do we give a testimony? Now we know what it is. We know that God wants it. How do we do it? I want to give you four steps to consider when you want to give a testimony. Now, we can give them impromptitude, of course, but to make a real impact, and here's the key, 
always bringing God glory. Let me just suggest to you a way. This was something that was taught to me years ago, 30, 35 years ago, that when you give a testimony and to keep it focused on God so that the message is conveyed about what God did through this situation, here's four steps. Number one, speak briefly. Get right to the point. You don't have to belabor all the details, but you speak briefly about the situation. And particularly, what was the condition of your heart when you entered this situation? Now, why is that important? Because God's focused on your heart. Because God will use the situations, what? To enable our heart to love Him more. To move our heart more into a greater intimacy with Him. What? To correct our heart. To conform our heart to the heart of God. So, briefly share where God found you. What was your heart condition when you entered the situation? And then number two, what did God reveal to you? What, what did he reveal about your heart? And then number three, what was your response to God? Now, right here, you may, you may go through steps. Your first response may have been flesh. But what happened in your life that God moved you to the response from you that he was looking for? And then the fourth thing is what commitment, your desire to please God. Let me walk you through an illustration that I, I um, recently went through. And I say recently, it's been back some time ago. But something that, a situation that I experienced was rejection. I experienced rejection from someone that I least expected. And my mind thought, well, what am I going to do? I got to get in there and fix this. I got to prove myself. I got to untangle this mess. I want to be accepted. So let me get in there and do what I need to say and do to bring that about. But immediately the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And I knew that it wasn't about me fixing it. It was about me seeking God. And how was I going to seek God? that God was going to do something about this. And I will tell you, when I did, I knew that it was not the rejection was going to be used by God to bring humility in my life, that I would humble myself before God. And so my response was obedience. I humbled myself and you know what I experienced as a result? Absolute joy in the midst of that rejection. I joyed myself in the Lord. Why? Because I saw how much better it made my heart. Now, in the flesh, first, I didn't like it. But once I allowed that situation to be focused on God, and how God would use that to bring a testimony. I joyed in it. And then you know what I did? I did exactly that. I gave God the testimony. I gave a testimony to a group of friends of how faithful God was in that situation. That I didn't 
moan and groan about myself being rejected, but I saw the faithfulness of God, how he protected me. He didn't let me go out there in the flesh and try to fix it and make a fool of myself. He protected me. Why? Because he was molding my heart to have a heart for God. And I saw in that that he was the all-sufficient God. He helped me back. He had the power in his hand to hold me back. That what I would accomplish in that situation was to produce a testimony of how good God is. He's faithful. He's good. He's the all-sufficient God. And he is the God who accepts me. That's an example. That was just a, a tiny moment in my life, but yet powerful that God got a testimony, a testimony of who he is. And I could speak that testimony to other people that they could see how God can turn something that the enemy would want for bad, turn it around and use it for good. Now, here's the warning in a testimony, as I said, give all the glory to God. To do that, you have to take the focus off of you. Because if you make the testimony about you, woe is me, but look what God did. No, you give God the glory. Focus on God. Because if you focus on you, you will quench the power of the testimony. And what is God after? Remember, He wants to make His name great. He wants people around you and in your sphere of influence, he wants the body of Christ to show the world who he is. So I tell you, a testimony is a way to defeat the power of Satan. How was Satan defeated? By the blood of Jesus and the word of his testimony. You act on the word. So each time that you hear the word from God and you do it, I mean, out of an act of obedience, that word that is spoken, that is a power that goes out to defeat Satan. So just another way, another benefit for giving testimonies. Who benefits? We know God does, God's kingdom. This is what he's asking of us. We benefit because we experience the joy of the Lord of just proclaiming the goodness of God, of what God has done, and how faithful God is through his word. And how powerful His Word is. But also we benefit because others may get to know God and be drawn to God just because you proclaimed, just because you shared what God did in your life. So let me encourage you. Let me challenge you. In this season, even more purpose, God. Help me to see in every situation the testimony that's coming. And then, God, give me the power. Give me the holy boldness when the Holy Spirit leads me to share that testimony with other people. Why, God? So your name may be made great among us. Let's do it more. And let's be faithful because God has asked us to be his witness. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. 
If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.